Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Gathering all the information you would need to stay ahead of the curve on your crypto investments. Welcome to Thriller Rundown. gentlemen happy having day 2020 that's right today is may 11th 2020 and we are talking the bitcoin having that's right it's long anticipated event and uh at the time it was 1923 utc we went down to six bitcoin per block let's do it top of the rundown the rundown So we did it. <laughs> we finally did it, right? I feel like we've raced a marathon to get to this point. And now that it's behind us, all is just blue sky ahead of us. <laughs> this bear market is finally over, almost, right? But there's still bearish technical indicators after this huge 10% drop here uh, on May 10th. And uh, everybody was kind of freaking out because Coinbase you know, went on an outage. <laughs> and uh, at the time, you know, there is roughly 1800 BTC down to 900 BTC today, which is nuts. So it's going to be crazy for miners right now. And the difficulty adjustment next week is going to be incredible. Uh, so take a listen to Ethan Vera as he talks about what mining is going to uh uh, affect the price here in the short term. And not only that, these miners are coming offline. Take a listen. Look at it more from the mining perspective. So I was really surprised that we hit 120 exahash on the network um, at this price level. I think we're going to start to see at least 30 exahash fall off uh, in the coming uh, days. So um, expecting a big decrease in hash rate there as a lot of those old gen machines and then the higher cost producers also go offline. So um, we'll be watching that carefully over the next six days before the, the next difficulty adjustment. So we're definitely going to have to do a Thriller Insights here uh, later this week just to really go in depth on where the price of Bitcoin is headed. Right. So today, let's just celebrate the having because uh, this has been a long marathon for everybody in the space. It, it, it I don't know. It just like market that we've been in here since COVID. It's just kind of I don't know. It's just taking the. It's just taking a lot of the fun out of uh, out of everything. But today just felt magical. I mean, we had Tone Vase. He had uh, an amazing assortment of people from the space uh, on his show, streaming live to like 15,000 people. Um, and he does this anniversary event every time. And um, it was great. It was fascinating to watch everybody's opinion. And everybody was happy. And it was just a good time spent. I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at it, but it went on for like 12 hours. I think it's still going on. He kind of stole the thunder from consensus in a way, but uh, it, it it really shows like a lot of people really care about this having event and why it's so important. But take a listen to Tone as they celebrate the having this afternoon. 
It was Literally. beautiful weather. It was outside. Hey guys, we just found the last block in the 12 and a half era. Next block oh, is oh. the happening. Uh-oh. Time to break out. Uh, Tone, uncork that shit, Tone. Already oh, happened. I got, nice got my mug ready. I, I'm dealing with a little technical issue. For some reason, Ran, Crypto Man Ran, is like the only one that can't seem to get in the sh There he is. We got Crypto we got Man. Maybe it's because he still owes you a steak. You owes me a steak. Man, are the Winkle Boss twins gonna get here in time? What the heck, man? Did we just find it? Ran has like Ghanaian funeral dancers in his background. What the hell? I think we're half. I think that's to the death of all his altcoins or something. I'm guessing that's what it is. Ran, what is it for? What is dying? Hey, hey, Ran, Ran, we're gonna, when, when COVID is over, I'm gonna, I'm gonna collect on that steak. It's gonna be a good one. So, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We halved. Yeah. We got the halved. Yeah. yeah. We, we did. We've done it. We've oh, done we it. Raise your glass. Happy having you. Here we go. Hey, guys, raise your glass. Happy having quick. Happy having everyone. Oh, and Paul. Oh, wow. Congratulations, and Paul. Woohoo. 30,000. Oh, wow. Reward, 7.1596 Bitcoin. Wow. So, uh, thank you to the 14,000 live viewers that are on right now. That was it? Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, everybody. Congratulations, everybody. Yeah. Point yeah. Nine Congratulations, everyone. Uh, you all remember where you were uh, for <laughs> this uh, having. This is great. I can't, I'm already looking forward to the next one. We're going <laughs> to... For, no, for another four years of holding, guys. Yeah, so it was a it was a great time. It was a great watch. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. So you can click on it and uh, watch twelve hours <laughs> of just uh, of just celebrating. And um, yeah, it was a really good. It was a really good day, in crypto and Bitcoin. I must say, um, just a, a memorable having for sure, for sure. Okay, with that, let's go ahead and jump into because we have we have even more news to talk about that even is separate from this, which is crazy because these two big pieces of news are, are is just nuts. So let's jump into it. Five good minutes. Five good minutes. All right. So today's five good minutes is is, is going to be about Ethereum futures contracts. I know, fascinating. <laughs> no, seriously, this was announced announced today. Uh, is that Eris X is going to launch the very first United States Ether futures contract? So let's get that timer started. Now you probably don't know what Eris X is, and that's okay. Um, it's 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 a, a crypto derivatives platform. And they announced today that they're going to be launching Ether futures contracts. Now, let's take a listen to Thomas Chippis. Now, this was recorded two years ago, but I want you to I want you I want you to listen to why they made RSX because the 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 amount of care and uh, consideration that has gone into 
getting Ethereum futures and Bitcoin futures, uh, you know, financially regulated <laughs> in a way uh, from the from the New York Department of Financial Services. This is this is probably uh, the regime, I would say, when it comes to trading services that is the most stringent. Right. So take a listen. Thomas Chippis, as he talks about innovating in crypto. Uh, and full disclosures, we had the conversation. TD Meritrade, uh, affiliate of the network, is an investor in the new project. Uh, so, Tom, by way of introduction, uh, first, uh, uh, previously you were head of the quantitative group at City. Now you're going to be the CEO of this new project. Tell us what exactly ErisX is doing right now. So, ErisX is launching today, and we're going to be offering a regulated uh, futures and spot trading exchange for digital assets. Uh, so Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, and Ethereum will be the initial offering. Okay, so you know uh, what right now assets are going to be on it. Is that the, the suite? Do you plan to expand it? We're going to start with those. Okay. Uh, as we develop our listing standards and uh, ramp up the platform, we'll obviously be looking at other uh, assets to list as well. But those are the four we're going to start with. Okay, so what exactly is this? How does this fit into the existing crypto ecosystem because we know, of course, we have places like Coinbase, we've got derivatives sort of off exchanges, something like a Deribit, for example. What value does the new ErisX exchange provide? So I think there's a couple things. Uh, first off, it's a regulated platform. So spot trading isn't regulated by the CFTC, but futures trading is. And Eris already holds a designated contract market license or DCM license to operate a regulated futures exchange. It operates today trading interest rate swaps. This is an expansion into, uh, into crypto. With respect to uh, further regulation, we have an application pending for a DCO, which is the license necessary to operate the clearinghouse where we can hold customer okay. assets and clear trade. So a fully regulated front to back uh, exchange and clearinghouse are certainly hallmarks of, of a differentiator in our opinion. Um, Spot, although not regulated, as I mentioned, will operate under the same auspices and uh, market surveillance techniques and practices as well. It's just the, the right thing to do to, to bring that transparency and safety to the market. So that's what they are, right? And what's interesting enough is that Bitcoin has been added to TD Ameritrade as far as a futures contract. So, they, so not only has TD Ameritrade actually invested into ErisX, now they're starting to implement it. And with all this news going on about Bitcoin and it's having, and uh, in our next segment, we'll talk about the big, big news. But I, I just want to say, like, CME, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, also says that uh, they have seen trading activity for its Bitcoin derivatives uh, is starting to see institutional interest and it's uh, slowly coming out. I guess you would say it's ramping up in volumes over the past week. So Bitcoin is coming up. Ethereum is going to follow whether it's this year or next year. But right now, um, with having Ethereum futures, uh, it started off slow with Bitcoin, but Ethereum will gain traction at some point. And what's even more important is that this is the perfect opportunity <laughs> because Ethereum 2 is going to launch with phase zero and you have DeFi ramping up. So it's just going to lead to an overwhelming amount of new institutional investors coming on board and getting exposure to Ethereum long term. And Erisex only started two years ago, has already done, you know, a lot in those two years. So, you know, starting today, these individual institutional investors can access physically delivered futures contracts based on ETH. USD with monthly and quarterly expiration. And, and these are actual futures contracts delivered actual tokens upon expiring uh, rather than the fiat equivalent. So yeah, physically settled futures contracts, crazy. And um, yeah, that's five good minutes 
on why this is really good news for Ethereum. Man, Ethereum's just been on a row here lately. And uh, the launch of these first US Ether futures contracts is just crazy. Like it's crazy that we've gotten here. You would have asked me this two or three years ago. There's no way. <laughs> I would have said, no way CFTC is gonna let that fly. Not, not anymore. Maybe Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash next? We'll see. Okay, five good minutes. Dunsies. All right, let's do it. The biggest news of the week, it seems like. Quote our truth. Starting now. The hard truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So one of the biggest, I guess, we'll probably say one of the world's most famous investors, Paul Tudor Jones II, is betting on Bitcoin as a hedge against this new inflation era. He's calling it the great monetary inflation. And uh, he made news here, I uh, want to say on Friday, it was a leak that he was going to um, talk about Bitcoin on Monday morning on CNBC. And uh, he also had a letter that he reached that he sent out to his investors um, and he discussed how he's putting one or two percent into Bitcoin. And uh, to be honest with you, I still want to um, do a whole insider on this because I think it, it we could we can go into this great monetary inflation that he talks about. So um, probably after consensus, I would say after consensus this week that we do our, our Thriller Insights later this week. If we have time, I want to do a, a Thriller Insider just on this great monetary inflation because I think what he brings to light in that paper that, that he wrote to his uh, to his uh, hedge fund, uh, he, he really uh, is able to kind of articulate why this is a bad thing, right, inflation. And he talks about this new era of it all. But... It's almost like an era of consequences, <laughs> to be honest with you. But uh, so what I'm trying to say is uh, this is going to be primarily just the news of it. And we'll, we're going to dive in further later this weekend. Hopefully we have some time because I, I think it's completely fascinating that there is uh, somebody like this. Actually, he's a billionaire um, and he's actually telling everybody who also is a billionaire to put their money into Bitcoin. So um so take a listen to what he said on CNBC. Well, uh, for a long time, you were a skeptic of Bitcoin and some cryptocurrencies, but you recently appear to have changed your mind about that. What happened? Well, COVID happened and the great monetary inflation happened. And that made me begin to think about how do you want to be positioned in your portfolio going forward? So that's really what trip my interest in, in Bitcoin. Um, and you have to realize, if you just think about, say, Bitcoin versus cash, right? Bitcoin, when I think of stores of value, I think of it four ways, purchasing power, trustworthiness, liquidity, and portability. That, that's kind of the, the categories I put it in. So when it comes to, when it comes to trustworthiness, Bitcoin's 11 years old. There's very little trust in it. We're watching 
the birthing of a store of value. And whether that succeeds or not, only time will tell. Uh, what I do know is that every day that goes by and Bitcoin survives, the trust in it will go up. Uh, if you take cash, on the other hand, and you think about it from a purchasing power standpoint, if you own cash in the world today, you know your central bank has an avowed goal of depreciating its value 2% per year. So you have, in essence, a wasting asset in your hands. So uh, Bitcoin, I think it's a, a great speculation. Uh, I've got uh, something between one and I think just over just over one percent of my assets in Bitcoin. Uh, maybe it's almost two. Uh, that seems like the right number right now. Uh, right. It's not for me. It's not the greatest. It's not the you know the great cure for the for all the monetary ills, et cetera. It's a great speculation. That's what I would say. Bitcoin is right. Paul, do you do you see this though in relation? And I'm thinking about tech stocks now because one of the things we have seen even the, over the past two months is just the move towards virtual. Anything that can be done virtually has had great success, whether it be Zoom or any of the big tech companies in the valley, because we're all able to do that virtually. Is that the way you see Bitcoin? And, and separately, do you own gold? I was going to ask at the same time. I have assets in gold also. I think gold can go substantially higher. Um, and yes, the digitization of the world clearly benefits Bitcoin. I mean, what we wouldn't even be talking about Bitcoin if we weren't if we weren't seeing uh, first cousins like Venmo and a variety of other ways. My children don't even carry cash. They don't. Even, they barely even know what cash is. So we're clearly digitizing the global economies. You've seen some com countries do it explicitly, like India. You're seeing other countries on the way to do it, like China. So we're getting in an increasingly digitized world, and Bitcoin will be that much more accessible by that universe of people that could uh, own it as a store of value. When you think about every bull market, every single bull market has one common thread, an ever-expanding universe of people who own it. So there's probably the estimates are between 55 and 70 million people own Bitcoin, we really, if you're buying Bitcoin, your bet is that number is going to go to 120 million or to 200 million. And it's kind of hard when you look around and you see that the world's becoming increasingly digitized, not to think that the preponderance evidence at this point in time doesn't point in that direction. But again, I am, when I think of Bitcoin, I look at it as one tiny part of a portfolio. Uh, it may end up being the best performer of all of them. I kind of think it might be, but uh, I'm very conservative. I'm going to keep a tiny a percent of my assets in it, and that's it. It has not stood the test of time, for instance, the way that gold has, which has been a store of value for 2,500 years. So this is stuff we all know, right? <laughs> right. And and the, the hard truth of it all is we've known this for a very long time. Myself, yourself. Uh, even probably some of your friends, uh, even I would say even the probably the millennial and the Zoomer <laughs> generation already know this. Right. Um, it's it's even the Gen X generation, mind you. Right. And even some boomers that are ahead of the curve, the really smart ones <laughs> know this already um, that, you know, it's not it's not 
It's sometimes it's not you know how you say it or why you say it, but who says it. Um, especially you know in, in Bitcoin, uh, at least I can say that, right? Um, it doesn't matter if you have Andreas out there talking about Bitcoin every single day of his life, spreading the gospel, you know, uh, and it it doesn't matter. It it it's going to take somebody like this guy <laughs> to really impact people uh, on another level. Uh, there are so many tweets uh, that happened on Friday and Saturday once this news came out, and we saw that dump on Saturday, and a lot of people were speculating it was because he dumped on everybody. <laughs> Right. So he, he got the news, got him riled up, saw it pop and then sold off the top. Like uh, it makes sense. Who knows? But I, I will say, though, that um, when we when we see people like himself and others uh, of his of his stature <laughs> come into the space, you're, you're going to start seeing major price swings, uh, good and bad. Right. And as this next bull rally starts ramping up, because we're going to have and we've been talking about it for quite some time and we'll definitely dive into it in Thriller Insights later this week. But we're going to go through a little bit of a uh, of a downswing here. Right. Into I'm hoping into August, September, October, before we start seeing any kind of light. Um, it's going to be these type of people that are going to be buying up Bitcoin uh, in, in the medium and short term here. So we are we are witnessing um, this great amount of wealth entering the space here in a short amount of time. And with anything, whenever whenever it comes to anything, these type of people, uh, when they try to buy Bitcoin, they, they usually try to um, get it way down in price. So don't be uh, scared if you see Bitcoin go down to, you know, the forty eight hundred dollar level or the fifty eight hundred dollar level or the sixty seven hundred dollar level or the seventy four hundred dollar level. Uh, just realize that these people are buying up Bitcoin and they're trying to take your Bitcoin away from you. And uh, when we do get to this next, you know, top here in, in 2022 or 2021, whenever it's supposed to happen, um, you're going to see uh, just a, just rapid speculation. And it's going to be people in the know, like knowing where that, you know, 56.4, <laughs> knowing where that that spot is to get out it's it's knowing how this market trades and why it trades like this is going to help you in the long run uh and when when i see somebody like him get in and then you see others like himself and even people that don't have any trading experience man they're gonna get so wrecked (laughs) if they don't know what they're doing so um it's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting but the, the the hard truth of it all is keep doing what we're doing like this honestly it doesn't make like this is this is good news for people in in his in his segment, and it's good news for the space overall. But in short term, it, it doesn't do anything for us. If anything, it hurt us, right? Because <laughs> we saw that drop. But long term, this is good because this this puts more validation in Bitcoin. But honestly, at this point, and I'm probably not the only one that thinks like this. I don't need valid validation. <laughs> I don't need validation anymore. Like I don't. I don't. I, I probably needed validation when I was at $250, $500, right? Uh, at this point, you know, I have people coming up to me all the time asking me about Bitcoin. Uh, my wife just set up her own Coinbase account. Go figure, right? <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying. Like, these are, this is why this pandemic, this COVID, this, 
this uh, this printing of money has caused more people to enter Bitcoin than anything else. Remember when we used to talk about how this next recession, this next depression that we we're going to be headed into, that this was Bitcoin's biggest test. Well, guess what? Bitcoin beat this biggest test and it's it's doing better than we could even have hoped for. Um, the fact that we're, we're having some exchanges, you know, like Coinbase, you know, get affected by this short term. Um, but other than that, I mean, it looks like to us that Bitcoin has just come out on top because of the, the virus. Uh, it's crazy to think that this would occur this way. But um, validation from people like him definitely don't need it. <laughs> uh, we just need we just need you entering into 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 Bitcoin. That's all we need you to do. Um, so yeah, that's that's the hard truth. I'm sorry if that's a little too too hurtful, but it's what I believe. Okay. You know, with all that being said, I do want to do a thriller insider on the great monetary inflation because uh, he drops some dimes inside that uh, inside that uh, newsletter slash PDF slash booklet that he sent. Uh, that was cool. So I want to talk about that. And there's some other stuff that I've been kind of researching on the side here that I think is going to make for a really good show. So what are we looking forward to now? Well, this week we got consensus we're looking forward to. Hopefully some more good news is coming out. I also want to do some um, Thriller Insights this week on just on Bitcoin, talking about Bitcoin. Uh, and then we want to do that Thriller Insider. But uh, here next week, I want to start diving into these altcoins. Um, some of the research that I've been doing has been around these different protocol base layers. And I feel like uh, these are going to be some, some magical... Uh, cryptocurrencies to make some strong headway here in this next major bull run. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely dive into all that. And then I also want to do a recap episode on the coins I have and how much I've lost <laughs> from last year to this year. I think that'll be fun. Uh, learn from my mistakes. And then, um, yeah, so it's just going to be a really good month of, of content. So stay tuned. See you guys next time.